Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to another episode. Today, my guest is Robina Kosar. She is the first inside out happy, happy marriage coach working with the Muslim women. She's also a writer, a speaker, and the author of When My Heart Was Unveiled. I am privileged to talk to Sister Robina today, and I'm also super excited about today's episode. So stay tuned. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Salaam Salam, brother, and thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Me too, me too. And I have talked to many coaches, but you are the first marriage coach that I'm speaking to. Wow, I am so pleasured, like privileged to be here. Can we speak about what got you interested in the coaching, then move on to how did you became a marriage coach? Yeah, um, I mean, how I got into coaching was that there was, there's been huge shifts in my own life. I mean, a huge shift in my marriage for a start. And um, not only in my marriage, huge shifts with my family relationships, relationships like at work, connections with Allah, and, and writing my first book. So it's like, this all came from coaching and, you know, and I thought, wow, this is just not happening. It's like, how is this happening? Because I was so struggling before and now I'm able to have these huge changes going on in my life. So the investment was not me like investing in coaches, it was investing in myself even though I was getting help in coaches, it's like I was investing in me. So this was the first time where I was actually investing, giving myself a gift rather. Yeah. You're giving yourself a gift which is so priceless. At the time, I didn't realize until the changes started happening and I thought, wow, this is mind-blowing. Um, so coaching was like, before I used to, I had heard the word counseling, yeah. not coaching. And so counseling was like, yeah, counseling is listening to people and, and you know, people are talking while, while the counselor listens. But coaching is about results and the shifts that happen um, very quickly. And I think that's what really, really got me into coaching because before, I've not even heard the word coaching. It's like, yeah. what is coaching? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, it was a transformation that happened in my life that really got me interested in coaching. I guess many people can relate to you, me included. You don't know what coaching is unless you have, you have to experience coaching mm. in order to know what it is all about. And for surely it's not about counseling. That's right, that's right. And I think the other thing is that people can go on a course to learn how to coach and, you know, all these coaching skills that you have to learn and blah, blah, blah. I did that too, yeah. you know. I yeah. thought, oh, I've got, I've got to go on this course to learn about all the skills and then I'm qualified and certified. But 
until you have experienced, until I experience the change inside me and the transformation that occurred, that's the only way that I actually truly understood what coaching was. Um, because it was a deep transformation that happened. And so, yeah, that, that was life-changing, which then I wouldn't do anything else other than be a coach. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you decide that you want to help people with the marriage? How did you become a marriage coach? Well, like I said, it, it came with like my own transformation. My own transformation in my marriage was huge. Like I was struggling. And so when, I, when my marriage turned around and I saw the shifts that were happening with, like, in front of my own eyes, and that's when... I decided to, you know what, if, if I've been able to save my marriage, you know, without changing my husband, and, I, and I've got in there and saved my marriage, oh my God, I'm able to help so many other people to do the same. Like, because you're seeing, and I'm hearing so many stories of people ending in their marriage and, you know, going for divorce. I thought, wow. I, I've got something to share here. I've got my, firstly, my own experience. And then, you know, being becoming qualified, I can actually coach people. Oh, wow. This this is amazing that I can make a difference. Just yeah. to survive. Yeah. And actually, it's crazy, the divorce rate of the marriages. It's crazy. Whether you're Muslim or non-Muslim, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's very, very high. And the divorce rate, and it's increasing. I think it's never been higher um, at the moment. And then, but it, it got me thinking, and I thought, wow, it's like so many marriages can be saved, like from my own transformation, from my the way my own thinking changed. I thought, wow, there's so many marriages that can be saved, and this is a reason why. And I thought, do you know what? I have to do this. Um, because, you know, there's nothing that gives me pleasure to be able to help even one couple to save a marriage. Um, and for me, that, that's got no price on it. By being part of their journey, you know, to save their marriage, wow, that even one couple, you know, and I've helped quite a lot of people, but um, one, even one couple mm. is, is huge because you are preventing family breakdown, preventing the breakdown of communities. And, um, and so this is so important. That's so important, yes. And how would you define a healthy, working, happy marriage? How do I define? How, yeah, how does that look like? Happy marriage, well, a happy marriage is a one that has no words, really. <laughs> it's being able to be in the company of your husband with love, with peace, with joy, with happiness. Um, it is not about trying to control. It's not about being right all the time. It's not about arguing. It, it's, it's so beautiful that you're allowing your husband to, to have space as well as yourself, um, you know, and it's the happiness that's inside you. Mm. 
There's a inside me that I am giving and sharing with my husband. So it's like, it's about giving rather than taking. So the more I'm giving and sharing my love and, and everything inside me that is beautiful, the more my marriage is happy. It's like more my marriage is at peace. Um, it's not a war zone. It's mm. not constantly arguing every day in front of the children, especially. Um, it's taking ownership of my own well-being. It's taking ownership of the way I feel. It's taking ownership of the way I think um, about things, about my husband. It's not trying to change his behavior. It's not trying to make him different or force him to see things the way I see things. Um, it's truly giving my husband peace and space to, mm. to have his own opinions, have his views, have his, you know, yeah, we, we agree to disagree at the time, but that's okay. Um, you know, it's not about you have to do this in order for me to be able you know, yeah. um, which, which is huge. So a happy marriage is a, a really peaceful and happy environment where your children are going to grow up, um, you know, in a loving environment and not in a, a rosal environment. Yeah. I love that you said it's more about giving than taking. And the more you give, the more you get, basically. Yes. Um, this is huge. Because um, in the past, it was more about me getting yeah. things. Yeah. And, and not only that, it's giving so freely. Like I'm able to give because I'm full inside. Yeah. I'm no longer empty. I'm, I'm so full with love that, that just is full to the brim of love inside. That I'm only able to give when when I'm full, yeah. um, and I couldn't do it any other way. Yeah, true. You know the reason I ask this question is because in our community sometimes we tend to approach marriage as a responsibility. We don't hear much talk about happiness or happy marriage. We just approach the marriage as a sunnah, as responsibility, as something that you have to do. So what is the biggest misconception relating to happy marriages or marriages have you, you have come across in your journey? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times I hear, um, and in my own um, situation as well, where, where the husband is not taking responsibility. The husband is not taking responsibility with, with the house, with the children. And he's kind of says, saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm working. Um, that's my job. That's my, you know, role as, as as a husband in Islam, and I'm the provider. And then you're you're the woman, you know. You you're you're supposed to just look after the kids, and and, and you're supposed to do the house, and, and yeah. all, you know. Yeah. And it, it's like, well, this this is a misconception. Um, you know, I think that I a lot of it comes from upbringing, culture, and a misconception of Islam. Um, you know, in terms of what is a role actually of a husband and wife, which is partnership. 
um, you know, it's partnership in the home, but often this is not perceived in the way that Islam puts it. Um, and so uh, the problem becomes where, where, you know, there is struggle sometimes, you know, illness, ill health, the, the pressure of the children, you know, finances, all that can be an issue. But all that can be dealt with, all that can be, you know, sorted out if there was communication that was not based on from coming from a place of anger and frustration and you know nobody's going to talk to each other when they're feeling angry they're just going to shout at each other um you know what you know you're not doing this and and the children need this and da, 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 and like you're just shouting to get your message heard you're you're yes you, yes we are frustrated but if we come from a place of calmness and I'm not saying patient because many times when I was going through my um, issues you know my marriage like oh you know just be patient and you know our levels you know make things easy and and you know you hear this all the time yeah um, but this is not being patient like putting up with like non-responsibility which, which which is being shown I'm talking about, like, we can only communicate when we are feeling okay inside ourselves. I would not even suggest communication if you are feeling frustrated, if you're feeling angry, no communication is going to happen. It's like, you really have to be in that good place, completely okay inside you, and then communication is going to happen, change is going to come. And the husband is going to start taking responsibility, but not because you are forcing your partner to do this and you have to do that. And, you know, um, women, uh, wives, uh, sometimes, which I've done too, is um, lay down the law, you know, agreement. You've got to agree. It's like, you've got to promise. Yeah. You've got to you know, promise to do this and X, Y, Z. And, you know, like, then I'm going to be okay with you. All right. Not before that. And so what happens is the husband or the wife sometimes, it's like, you know, they, they promise and say, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do that. I, I promise I'm going to like, you know, change and, and do this. And so, yeah, okay, they're going to put the kids to bed and, you know, they're going to maybe, you know, do a bit of help out in the kitchen or whatever. But, you know, yeah, that doesn't last long. Like, that happens for maybe a short time or it may not happen at all. But then the wife is getting more frustrated. Yeah, Yo, you know what? You promised and now you've broken the rule. So what would be the solution for husband not to make promises because they are short term? Well... I go beyond that. I say, yeah. okay, the rules, rules are going to be broken. They are going to be broken. No matter you, like you're going to create rules, they're going to be broken. I can, I can say that for, for truth. Okay. There is something more important before that. Okay. Yeah. You can ask your husband, like he might forget and he may not do it. Mm. But what is, what happens? when the husband um, doesn't commit and breaks a rule, the wife gets frustrated and angry again. 
And it's like, it comes back to our emotional well-being. It comes back to us. Like, how am I feeling about this? So it's an understanding of like, oh my God, where I'm feeling angry because my husband is not agreeing or he's breaking the rule. Now, if we can truly dissect that and we can say, oh, hang on a minute, my feelings have got nothing to do with husband. They are actually coming from the way I am seeing my husband, Hmm. thinking about my husband. Now, if we can understand that, that's a game changer. Before we even get to the promises and the roles and everything else, we wouldn't be even making the roles or getting a husband to make the roles if we understood where actually our emotional well-being drives. Like, where does my okayness lies? Hmm. It doesn't with doesn't lie with my husband. Like, my okayness is not like doesn't lie with my husband doing something. He might do it, and he might not. Yeah. He might, and he might not. But the okayness, like feeling okay, has got nothing to do with the action. Mm. Wow, and this also relates to the expectation that wife or the husband have from one another. What you just said is beautiful, the way you put it. When you realize that your expectation, your frustration, and the way you see your spouse is coming from you, and you can do something about that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the very thing that you've got power over. Got power over anybody else except our, um, um, the way we are thinking. We have got power over that because Allah has given us that power. He's given us that um, beautiful intellect thinking. If, if we don't see that the answer lies within us, if we don't see that, then we're missing the point. Yeah. We are still expecting our husband to change and keep the rule and blah, blah, blah. And what it broke and then what? It's like, okay, I'm feeling angry. No, we're not. Our anger has got nothing to do with hubby. Like, mm. in the rules. Yes, he might have broken the rules. Um, but we are more angry that he's breaking the rules than... We're more worried about anger because we don't want to feel angry. We want to feel happy. Yeah. Yeah, we can still be okay even if you break the rules. Mm. Does that make sense? It's like it does. It does. Yeah. Wow. And I want to take take you back and talk about more about your work. So, what are other challenges you have faced as a coach? What are the common challenges you face in your work? Okay, so is that um, helping other people? Yeah. Kind of challenges um, that um, often, because I've worked primarily with Muslim wives, and um, sometimes they want to bring their husband on board. You know what? It's my husband that needs to change. And, and they want to bring him on board. And so and I say to them, well, I don't need to coach your husband. There's only one person that, that needs to be coached. And if you're willing and you're wanting to 
bring change in your marriage, then it doesn't require your husband to come on board. Hmm. Now, this is so different from marital counseling that is available where they expect both husband and wife to get help together. But statistics show that marital counseling where both husband and wife, like both for marital counseling, destroys marriages. Wow, that's interesting. Destroys marriages. Believe me, honestly, they come out worse and there's divorce that is happening from going to marital counseling. Hmm. I get that. And also what you mentioned before is kind of explaining that fact that it's more important to work on yourself instead of trying to change the other person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what happens is the, the women that I work with have been trying to change their husband for years and years. Not just for two years. It's been going on for years. And you know, they keep on working hard, um, trying to change their husband's behavior. They want him to change. They want him to listen. They want him to, you know, him to, to listen to what they want, their needs, everything. So they try and put all these rules and regulations and you need to do this and you need to do that. And da, da, da. But husband isn't listening, you know. He, yeah. that no change is going to happen from, from force. Like Islam is not accepted by force. This is the same thing. It's like you cannot force anyone to change. It is impossible. It's like Allah says in the Quran, Allah will change the condition of the people when they look inside themselves. Mm. It isn't going to happen any other way. Um, and so even one person in the marriage, and, and because I work with Muslim wives, even if the woman takes that lead and um, decides, you know what, I've had enough, I, I really want to save my marriage and my husband's not coming on board, but I, I'm going to do something about it. And so she's already taken that courageous step of reaching out. And then the change follows. Like, the more she realizes that... Um, you know, her wellness has got, her happiness has got nothing to do with her husband, the more fast, fast changing happens between the couple and the more connected they become. They become more connected because she's connecting truly with yeah. her own self. Yeah. She's connecting with who she is. And so the more that's happening, the more she's connecting with her husband. It, it happens automatically. It happens effortlessly. And many women think, oh, how is it going to happen? How is that going to, you know, how is that marriage going to change? Um, but I tell them, believe me, it's going to happen. And uh, when it happens, they're just, just like, oh, my God. I can't believe, like, you know, husband is now, you know, he's the one who is begging for my time. Before I was begging for his time and his support. And now he's coming to me. And it, it, the whole situation is reversed. It truly is. What if people would approach marriage coaching before they get married, before their problems arose? Would you think they would benefit from it? Because we are speaking about working on yourself and, and within the marriage, when you get married, that's the time when the work basically, really, the real work starts. So what do you think would people benefit from marriage coaching before the marriage? 
Uh, 100%. 100%. Um, I think I see people, young people, there's a lot of young people who want to get married. Uh, I'm not saying all the people don't, but, um, you know, anybody who's wanting to get married, um, I see people going to lots of courses, okay, Islamic courses, all about marriage. Yeah. And, and they're beautiful. Okay, because they're yeah, learning all about the etiquette, the rules, and how important it is, and, and everything, and all that's well, and all that's good. Okay, and that's important. Mm. But I honestly, that it, even though it's important, um, that is not going to stop somebody going, to, you know, like their marriage from getting in terms of you know ending in divorce. It's like it, you know, many many people are going for divorce. We've just talked about statistics. People have got all the knowledge. Like, it's not that they haven't got the knowledge. They've got the knowledge. They've got knowledge. Like, attending courses. They've got knowledge. You know, there's so much available now on, mm. you know, the internet. Um, there's nothing that people haven't got, you know, availability to. Access to everything. Yeah. But... It's this that people are not seeing, is that the answer lies within. The answer lies internal. We're not really going to look within. We're going out there to learn as much as knowledge as possible, okay? And we know all about the rules. We know all about what should be and the roles of husband and wife. And we have all that. But we've got divorce going on at the same time. And you think, well, why? How? Like, that's not supposed to happen, you know? We've got Islam. We are Muslims. And how come there is divorce? And I was in that place myself. Yeah. Because I went down the road and the Quran, like, I used to read it every single day. I was praying. I was, you know, trying to be this really good Muslim wife. And thinking, you know, I've got to, I've got to like be better, and I've got to, you know, do this. And but nothing was changing. It was okay for a while, and spiritually it was amazing. Um, but that didn't stop my marriage from going down the paths. And that's the point where I thought, oh my gosh, it's like, how is this possible? How is this possible? It's like Allah would not have like put me here like I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing but my marriage is going down like of course and that's when I have to question me I have to question that myself and thinking where is the answer where is the answer um and that's when I it, it, it was it was in the middle of the night and I was praying to Allah and I was really asking Allah Show me the way, show me the way, like, that, you know, where I can get the answer and guide me close to you because, because I've searched everywhere else and um, the answer did come, but not straight away. We, we always want the answer straight away, but mm. the answer came much later when I invested in myself and then I had mind-blowing insights about the way I thought about my husband and the happiness did not lie with my husband. It, it, how can it be? Because happiness lies with Allah. Mm. But you cannot put your husband before Allah. You cannot 
for your children before Allah. But how many of us do that? Mm. If we are literally just putting um, our families and our partner before Allah SWT, and this was huge, absolutely huge, because even though before I, I knew happiness came from Allah, but I, I didn't see it. Mm. I didn't see it. I, I wasn't aware. And it was the blessing of Allah SWT who helped me to see this. And, and I, I awakened. And it's like my soul had awakened. And I, I just saw my husband differently immediately. It, it was, I saw the world around me differently. I saw the people around me differently. Um, and from that day, when I had that blind, mind-blowing insight, mm. I, I, it's not changed. It's not changed. My consciousness, like my fatwa, has, has never been different since that. just changed. And I'm so blessed. And when that happened, I cried and cried and cried. Because, because all my life, I have believed that others were responsible for making me happy. And you know, giving me love when love was already inside. I was looking for something that was already inside me. Mashallah. Mm. And may Allah keep blessing you and making you happy. Yeah. And I want to know what is the most memorable, surprising experience that you had in your coaching journey while coaching others? Have you seen others also having the similar shift that you had? Yes, absolutely. Um, the, the shifts came while I was coaching them, but the shifts came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see, I don't hold that. I don't hold like for somebody to have an insight because all insight and all wisdom belong to the Almighty. Mm. Yes, I'm coaching. I'm able to help my clients to point to towards truth. Yes, I can do that. Um, and yes, I do that. But the shifts come from within them. And that is so beautiful, so beautiful to see. Um, because when they have the shifts, and they realize, when they realize, oh my God, Rabina, I'm just so happy and I don't know why. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. You know, you're happy and, and you didn't have to do anything. You, you didn't face anything. You didn't have to beg anyone. You didn't have to you know, I'm cruel to anyone. Like, your happiness is just happiness. And it, it didn't come from, like, anywhere. And it's just there. And that moment, when I hear that, that is, oh, that, wow, yes, this is it. Um, mm. I, I love, I absolutely love seeing the shift, seeing the change. You know, the more they are happy, and it's like, wow, they're able to make a decision, you know, a decision in their life to stay with their husband or be there. They can do whatever they want because now they're not having to ride on anything. They don't have to wait for anyone to change. Yeah, that must be an amazing feeling to know that uh, you were able to help others see the happiness within themselves. Yeah, which, which saves their marriage, um, yeah. you know, or make decisions what they need to do. Mm. It, it really is so profound. Wow. How the world would be different if everyone would realize that same fact. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I have that thought so many times. Yeah. The world will be full of peace and love. Yeah. To finish off, what book or resource would you recommend about happy marriage or about marriage? Well, to be honest, my happiness and saving my marriage didn't come from a book. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, even though I had explored the whole Google, um, I've gone through every book that you can think of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man from Mars and women from Venus and, and all the love languages and oh yeah I there's no book that I did not look at yeah. and the only book that I know is the Quran that's the only book that can give you the insight and the wisdom and and the Sunnah and so wow. and they like you know my beloved Rasulullah is like what he says. Uh, is so beautiful, but only when you have the insight mm. and awareness, and you go back to reading the Quran, because that's what happened with me. It's like when I had my awakening, I, I went back to the Quran and I just saw the Quran in a different way. I saw Allah's words so deep, so clear. Like before, when I read it, it you know it was different. But After the transformation, it was it blew my mind. I thought, "Wow, this this is what the world needs to see." Because mm. um, you know, everybody has it. Everybody knows the truth, but not everybody is seeing it. And um, and so, yeah, I have. I don't have a book, but I do have my book. Yeah, <laughs> is you know, when my heart was unveiled, and, and in that, I share my insights. Um, the changes, the transformation, and everything that, that happened. And your coaching journey basically inspired you to write this book. Uh, who is it for? Is it for 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 Muslim women, or can also men it, read? It's for book? all humanity. Yeah, it's for humanity. And how people can get to access? Uh, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Um, And also um, the publishing company Belleville Press. Yeah. Uh, so they can access it there. Uh, I am in the process of writing another book. So um, inshallah, um, watch the space. But um, yeah, it's, it's um, I the the transformation was so profound that I had to capture it in a book. It, it was just the, the best thing to do. Um, mm. So I could share it with the world. Inshallah, may Allah bless it. And and what is the best way to get in touch with you? Best way to get in touch with me is through email. If if, if somebody wanted to know more or find out more, um, um, that's Rabina at Rabina Kosa dot com. Um, the Kosa is with an E R at the end. Mm. And um, Rabina Kosa. Com. I have a website. Um, people can go and have my work there. Um, and also Facebook. I'm on Facebook for being a closer. Uh, or on my Facebook business page, for being a coach. Uh, and I'm also on Instagram as well, which is underscore being a closer. So, yeah. Yeah. We can put some links down 
on the post I do on Facebook, but for sharing that. We are coming to end of our conversation. Is there any final notes that you would like to share? Uh, yeah, I think the final note is that um, the solution is within us. It is never external. It's internal. And change begins from within. And um, it's the only way that we can save our marriages um, and, and save the Omar and um, the communities, our families, our children. And we are the ones who can take that lead and, and do something about it. Allah's given us all the tools. He's given us everything. We are the ones who have to make that decision to walk through that door because he has shown us where the door is and we're the ones who have to walk through it. Absolutely. Thank you for that empowering last note solution is within us. It's super empowering. And I wish you the best. I, I wish you well. May Allah bless you and bless the important work that you are doing. Shazakallah khair for taking the opportunity to share your story and your work with us today. Thank you so much for having me.